Hello, and welcome to WDW Happy Hour. My name is Matt, and this is episode 144. Ooh. Catherine never says the episode number, and it's very important. I am sitting around the table with my friends. Scott? Oh, we're friends now? Not podcast members? No, we're, we're Greetings. friends. Greetings. I know. Scott? Hi. Rob? Hello. Holly? Hi. And Catherine? Hey, friend. Hey there, hey, friendo. <laughs> The reason I'm not your I, pal, guy. Yeah. So the reason I'm uh, being afforded the opportunity to do this intro is because um, Catherine is going to be doing our first segment. And our first segment of every episode is a segment we like to call Topping It Off. And it is when we describe a Disney drink or libation that you can find somewhere in the Disneyverse. And our friend and podcast mm-hmm. member, Catherine, is going to be topping it off. So Catherine, please top it off okay so i'm going somewhere we've been before it's it's a restaurant we we talk about pretty uh, we we have a a fairly positive overall view of this place and it's splitsville luxury lanes in uh disney springs or downtown disney if you're in california um i got this drink last summer i think if you've listened to this podcast we went to disney world last summer in the heat of july and it was just like the most hot miserable trip so i feel like this drink saved me at this particular dinner at splitsville and it's called the beach bum and the thing that makes the beach bum special is it is a combination of four different drinks all in one it is a pina colada it is a strawberry daiquiri It is a rum runner, and it is a big wave Dave, which is a vanilla grain alcohol and raspberry. (laughs) Um, And it's called the Beach Bum, and the description is a mixture of all four of our frozen drinks, experts only. And I was (laughs) hammered after I had, I think this was the only drink I had that night, and It comes just in a uh, frozen, like a 12-ounce regular plastic cup. It's A a small garbage can. Yeah, no. It's (laughs) it's not that big, but I mean, it really, really packs the punch. I think that kind of goes without saying. Um, They have a drink with great alcohol? They do. Yeah, the The Big Big Wave Wave Dave, Dave. dude. How have you never done the Big Wave Dave? I I feel like you kind of have to as a Dave Matthews fan. I said Big Wave Dave. (laughs) And it's, it's like, really kind of, like, gross. Like, the colors are very, like, primary. It is yellow, red, blue. Like, it is splotchy, I would describe it as. You get a nice uh, pineapple garnish with a maraschino cherry garnish, and you get, like, the swizzle stick with the palm tree and a really, really big paper straw because it is... You know, I feel like I had... Almost the same thing because I had the flight of mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. So you can get them individually yes. and then mix them in your stomach. So yes. your stomach um, did the work of the uh, yes of the beach bum. Do you remember the... liking one in particular? I liked the Big Wave Dave. That, oh. I, think, I think that was the one that I liked the best of them. A man of refined taste. Man, I should, yeah, you know? we should just get the Big Wave Dave by itself sometime. I mean, I... It's it. They are not super memorable when they're all mixed together. Obviously, well, it's, it's just yeah. like a coconut pineapple flavor. Can you really remember anything? Raspberry, <laughs> yes. And plus, it's green alcohol. So then, you know, you're 
There's that, that uh, the the photo that I have. I think this is the photo I'll post on Instagram. It's it's really indicative. I see Holly's in the background, and so is our friend's older child, Mason. And he's like stabbing a plate with a fork, and Holly's just like looking at, just like kind of like. Anyone else seeing this? And then seems on brand. And then I see (laughs) for all involved, which I believe we've talked about on this podcast before, but their loaded fries at Uh. Splitsville are so good. Maybe Mm. my favorite appetizer. Like they are so good. They're crinkle cut with like bacon, and the cheese is very liquidy, so it gets all over everything. So you're not just like. And those are in the background too. So I just feel like that is a snapshot of life. It is just like. Hold on. There it is. Just just the fries in the background. And that sounds yeah. yummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Very. It says it all. Yeah. So Good we'll luck. post that on Instagram so you guys can see it. Hey, also, I just want to say, again, we are recording this on a beautiful spring day with the windows open. So if you hear birds in the background, it's because uh, we're enjoying this spring day. And now you can. Matt was trying to uh, shoo every single one of them away before we started recording. It's a fool's errand. I've, I found out right before this podcast, you, you can't intimidate every bird. No, you can't. You can try. Some of them are just real, real bastards. Hey, um... Uh, Rob, yeah. you know, I was going to ask this before, but I'm not going to save it. I'm going to, you know, it's what the people came to see, the, this non-Disney banter about our lives. Did you get a new car yesterday? I did. Did you? Mm. Yeah. How What'd you, you get? How did you know this? Because <laughs> Catherine told me. Oh, I Because you I don't tell look. me I, things I, about I, your lives. Yeah. I have to get it. I, I get it secondhand. <laughs> well, I didn't. I did he, yeah, he yeah. didn't say he got a new car. He said he was looking at a car. When, I, when, I, I, when, I, when I told her where I was, I had not even... I, I was actually somewhere else, so then I went to another dealer. But yes. Would you, do you, do you a, mind a, disclosing? A Volkswagen Tiguan. That's what oh, the Tiguan. Tiguan. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's one, a, 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 oh my God, Matt. Can uh, we yeah. get back to the podcast? What I made you bring what's the license the plate? What's the license plate uh, number? <laughs> yeah, also, SSN. what's your social security what's number? What's the VIN number on, and your on the pod? Name. This is important. Oh, God. Oh, I was just oh curious. This is... We that, can't let Matt do the intros anymore. I just we, wanted we just to know. We learned that the hard way. <laughs> can't get our, him riled I up. think our listeners might want to know. I would, <laughs> I would wager that they don't. No. <laughs> All right. I think they do. So, Rob, let's kick it to you for the news. All right. A non sequitur. <laughs> yes, spending a, speaking of spending a lot of money. Uh-huh. Uh, Disney is halting advanced purchase of Dis- of Genie Plus at Walt Disney World. So, if you do a vacation package, you can add this as part of the ticket pricing, the package pricing. So, one thing, travel agents get a commission on that portion, and it's just linked. It's already there. You don't have to worry about that functionality each morning but now they're taking that away so you have to buy it each and every day uh starting june 8th if you already have it as part of a package it's already part of it but starting june 8th you can't add it um that's some some bull crap (laughs) so this is what they're saying so it said in a post on disney parks blog we're focused on delivering the best possible guest experience and this adjustment (laughs) will help manage the incredibly strong demand our guests have shown for Disney Genie Plus. <laughs> At guest relations, the day that they're supposed to get on rides and couldn't get anything, and the lines are going to be insane in guest relations at park so the here, day of. So the speculation is they want to limit it because they put language in there that says subject to availability. 
So I'm thinking they have all these people with the vacation pet <laughs> because people that I planned for as an agent, a travel agent, they just added this. They're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like you go from 3,500 to 3,700 or something. People yeah. are just like, yeah, they, like yeah. that gives it's, us it's, fast passes. Yeah. They, they hear fast pass or, yeah. you know, and they're like, yeah, just add it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people already have it. And then you got your day guests, your annual pass holders, things of that nature that is maybe that's what's contributing to not having the availability. And then they're also speculating that this could allow for variable pricing based on dates and people in the park and stuff. So well, this sucks. I think, um, as far as like a customer service, um, like, yeah. Like I, I think that this is not not a good thing. But for... you 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 also wonder our friends experience that one had the annual pass and had to buy individually traveling with a party that had a vacation package mm-hmm. and then they it was a disaster every right. single day of their trip. Right. So I wonder like on the back like the back end the technical side, if that was causing issues and now right. this just makes Everything. a clean slate of Yeah, everyone's right. day of yeah. You know, and I guess this is, let's just do a little plug here for our favorite travel agent. If you want to book a Disney trip, uh, hit Rob up. He is an excellent Disney Is that a dude agent. riding a go-kart down our street? Like, it's like... He's scaring away the birds, Matt. He too. actually is scaring away the birds, which is nice, but it is counterproductive. Michael Bolton, we're really going to need you to focus up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was distracting. Yeah. So, uh... That's, that's the the point that's just, it, it's the getting up at seven o'clock every, mo- I don't understand. <sighs> if you're just, getting the money as Disney, why do you care? I mean, I mean, if, why, why do they care if they're getting money in advance? Like, why can't they do it that, I don't know. I, I think I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think it out. Like what, what makes 30 the, days in advance you, if, for people buying packages, they've already thought about what they're doing on their vacation that they're planning ahead. Like, that's the thing that drives me nuts is that, like, you can't say, oh, you have to plan all these things ahead, like your dining, your park reservations. Those all have to be done in advance, so why not this? It doesn't make sense that this one little piece of the puzzle, you have to wait until the day of. And I then, think that what Rob touched on is probably the most, like, uh, reasonable uh, explanation for it in that it benefits from a logistical standpoint on the back end, like CSRs. And cast members and it makes it easier for them but it is crappy and disingenuous that like the press release is like we're doing this to make it the best for you the customer <laughs> the customer and it's like no you're not right. like no, none of this just because you say that right like you can't just then follow that statement up with a bunch of things that are not benefiting us i think Catherine's point though is is the most relevant here which is that Everything has to be planned in advance. Park passes have to be planned. Dining reservations have to be planned. Hotels, everything has to be planned. But then you're left the day of scrambling to either get Genie Plus or get in lines or figure out what your actual riding situation is going to be if you want to do attractions. It'd be interesting if it allowed you to, okay, like have it capped at a certain point, 30, 60 days. But when you made the park reservation, allow you to buy it. Yes. Because then I think, I would think people would be less likely to start taking park reservations. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. 
they're damned if they do. They're da like I, I understand. There's not one. I mean, the fast pass system was probably yeah. the best yeah. <laughs> that they yes. had. Just charge for it, but um, yeah. Why not? I mean, why not have just increased the yes. price of the ticket twenty dollars and kept the fast pass system? Yeah. Or or fifteen dollars. People would have paid you it. Th yeah. You get your three and go back to the old system. Yeah, I but, mean, I mean, really, that. Whew, yes, I would have paid for that. Yeah, people would have complained, but I think. It would have just been... It wouldn't have been quite as much of a jarring... They felt like they had to deliver on this new plan your whole day. Yeah. <laughs> rigmarole. But, um, so... Rigmarole is a good word for that. Yeah. Thank you. That's a, Thank you. Spot on. So, you know, we talk about quite a bit of criticisms of Disney, but they've been sending a survey as it relates to the 50th anniversary shortcomings at Walt Disney World. And so... Some of the things we criticize them, they're at least aware of because they're putting some of these things in the survey. So I thought it'd be interesting to, to talk through some of this, some of this stuff. So, um, you know, it said the survey points to the common complaint that the new nighttime shows are not as good as their predecessors and do not celebrate the 50th. It said other, other notable responses suggest that the celebration was not special enough for the 50th and that it felt like just another day in the park. So some of the things that th they were asking about, it said the celebration didn't celebrate classic Disney and lack nostalgia. Crowds made it difficult to enjoy the celebration. The decor was limited. Uh, commemorative, commemorative entertainment for the celebration was limited. There were long lines to purchase the merchandise. <laughs> um, the, the fireworks show slash nighttime spectaculars were not as good as previous shows. Um, it was difficult to find the special food and beverage offerings. It was not special enough for a 50th anniversary celebration. The prices for 50th anniversary merchandise are high. So it was just it's just interesting that they were sending this survey of, you know, and asking. And it really, so on a personal note, we just got back from a trip and just talking to everyone. Nobody else got this survey, but I got a survey about our day at Epcot and I took it and it honed it asked what I think based on your responses is where the the survey would go. Yeah. But I put on it that we saw Harmonious and it got very specific on where we want like you had to mark on they had basically world show yeah oh, it, wow. like you had like each country was numbered you had to pick where you saw it. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, and then it just said like had you seen Illuminations and Epcot forever? And then it did a lot of like, you know, Comparison. was the music better than these two? What like visuals, fireworks, everything? Um, Very interesting that yeah. they separate it by where you watched it because obviously that's something that we've touched upon on this podcast and how your experience with it largely is variable on where you watched it from around. Uh, yeah, I, and I said so. I rated it low on seeing or some, I forget the exact, and then it asked like a free form question of why did I rate it so low? <laughs> and then I, I put in there that, you know, we watched it from Japan and it was, it's just not ideal. I said, we had a previous experience of watching it straight in, in front. Mm. And I said, it's a completely different experience. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I think yeah. is interesting? I mean, from personal takeaway from the thing, the items that you rattled off there. Mm -hmm. um, one is the, all the bits about, you know, the 50th celebration not being special enough for XYZ. And am I just 
I mean, I can't be the only one that didn't have high expectations. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, I just didn't expect it to be like, and I don't even know what my expectations would be that would equate to something like, oh yeah, this this lines up with what I th- how special I think this should be. And the second one, just real quick, is the like one thing about didn't uh, embrace nostalgia enough. I'm like, that's all Disney World is. Like you can't you can't walk like ten feet without something that's just like preying on your nostalgia. <laughs> you know, like that's that's what this park is. So I don't know. It's. Uh, Feel free to touch on that if you want to. I think the, I think what we saw for the 60th at Disneyland. They, I was gonna say that. That's what. That's was, what we need. I mean, that was incredible. They did it. That was 60. Yeah. We had we had those really cool photo ops all over where you just put one photo pass. Oh yeah, those were cool. <laughs> and yeah, and also you know who I feel bad uh, for in this 50th celebration conversation the food people because they are working overtime there are like hundreds of 50th anniversary food items we will probably get to that in just a minute when we talk about our trip review because i think scott got one that was oh yeah chef's kiss that does seem like it's the primary focus well i don't even know that they're marketing it well enough to like are they just missing the mark that like because they like you don't hear about the food a lot, but there are a lot of very special food options for the fiftieth that are, you know, different than you normally get. And I feel bad by I feel like that division is like, what can we do? And they're like really pumping stuff out, and then <laughs> it, the rest of the park is like. Argh. Could you could you expand on the? Uh, you and Rob both said. Um, you know, that the 60th celebration at Disneyland was much better. Aside from the photo pass opportunities um, around the parks, which I thought were cool, um, what else did you think, um, and sorry to put you on the spot here, but are there any, what are some other items that differentiated the two that made the one better? They got Disneyland forever. Yeah. Which was a specific fireworks and projection show for that. So what Disney did with, well, Walt Disney World was they released new shows but these are the shows that it's not unique for the 50th it's just right? a new show that happens to coincide right like the they 50th. got they just it just so COVID hits yeah and they got a you know roll out yeah they, they were able to roll out a new show but that shows it's not you could go conceivably you could go in three or four years and it's still gonna I mean Harmonious isn't going anywhere, right? Yeah. So Disneyland Forever was bomb. I mean, that's right? that's probably see. I think you best. touched though on what why I sort of agree with Matt that my expectations were low was because with COVID, I think I expected the celebration to be kind of kneecapped to begin with, and so I yeah, wasn't I, expecting much from it because I thought, well, we'll be lucky to get the parks open at the at the fiftieth celebration i i was not expecting a ton of stuff and then along with that all of the cast member cuts i mean we're still building back to a full staffing which was i think in retrospect probably a poor decision on their part to cut as many people as fast as they did yeah um they're going to be facing the fallout from that for years but that i think 
multiplied into the things that we're seeing that make the 50th seem a little bit more disappointing. I agree because I'm saying something like, oh yeah, all you need is one photo pass person. Well, they might not have right. one yeah, photo right. pass person right. to be standing out in Frontierland in front of a, you know, Splash Mountain backdrop for you to take a fun picture. Like, yeah, that's that's they, a couple full-time employees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's good to know they're listening. It's like $13,000 a year expense. <laughs> Sad but true, I'm mm -hmm. afraid. Any other news items, Rob? No, uh, other than I, I, oh, I didn't know where The only other thing that. that happened this week, and I'll, I'll touch on this quick before we get into our, our main topic here. They did have the Star Wars celebration this week, and there was a lot of uh, Disney Plus related information, things about new shows and updates on shows that we know are coming and things like that. The only parks related item that they did mention was that uh, the Boba Fett and Fennec Shan, which is uh, Ming-Na Wen's character from uh, Boba, Book of Boba Fett, are now going to be appearing in Galaxy Jet, Galaxy's Edge, which I think is a big deal because one of the biggest complaints that we've had is just the lack of characters, the lack of involvement. And if they're going to start finally putting some characters back in there, I know they added Chewbacca recently and Stormtroopers back in and things like that. That'll continue to help build up Galaxy's Edge as, you know, a more interactive experience than it was before. I hope they're, like, free roaming and not just, like, I on know, the stage. I know, I know. Like, to say Kylo Ren's there, like, Kylo Ren is there, but Kylo Ren is only on this stage. Yeah. And the funnest characters are the ones that are walking around. The stormtroopers, like, that was, like, the big thing when Galaxy's Edge opened, that it was all these characters that you could just run into, and it wasn't out of the ordinary that you'd see someone free roaming. Well, and I know it's difficult to do that, but they can, they can do it, where a character is just walking through, and they keep going, you know, they don't stop for right. pictures, yeah. it's like... Keep on moving, yeah. head down. You make a walk through yeah. every 15 minutes. Yeah. People can stand in front and take a picture like, oh my God, Ray's walking through. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Why not ideal. do it? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. But, but that's anyway. that's the only park-related news that came out of that. There was somebody, There was. they did a panel, and the one Imagineer was on it and said, it seemed like an off-the-cuff comment about doing new scenes for Star Tours. And it got, oh yeah, I forgot it, about but that. it got blown. I just read the quote though, and it was like, it was like, yeah, we might do new scenes, and it was like, new scenes coming, and it was <laughs> like, they were like, I uh, I, yeah, yeah, it was just from what the the way he said it, it didn't seem like this was a promise. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe we could do that. That's like yeah, the right. Disney blogs <laughs> on fire. Yes, oh, the God. worst sensationalist garbage. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Well, uh, the five of us just got back from a trip to Disney World this past weekend. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to try to go in chronological order. Um, and I guess the first thing we'll touch on is uh, Rob and Holly had a really tough experience getting <laughs> down there. So they met up with us like a day late. But the day before they got there. Dollar short. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Matt, Scott, and myself, we did Animal Kingdom one night. Uh, we went to the Nomad Lounge. Mm -hmm. And wait a second. I'm thinking, did that, the, the meals that we got, were those 50th meals? 
I got the lobster mac and cheese, and I think it was noted on the menu that that was a celebrate, like a seasonal celebration or something. Mm, I mean, it was on like a separate. Yeah, menu, it was like but a, I didn't it's it's make marked. It. it was marked as specialty, so uh, maybe it was. I don't know. I, I don't know that I would necessarily call that. I think it might have just been seasonal. I don't know if it was necessarily associated, but it could have been. I don't know. It wasn't marked that way. Yeah. Um, so we did question. Nomad Lounge, always a great hit, and I don't know what it was, and I, you know, th this is rare. It was not crowded. No, we sat right down. It was right like down. dead. In fact, yeah. we were one of the only parties in the Nomad Lounge. Like, it was uh -huh. empty in there. Yeah, and while it wasn't hot, like, like temperature-wise, it was extremely, extremely humid. Oh, like, yeah. it was I like, mean, like wet. It wasn't <laughs> like, it didn't get up until like the <laughs> mid to high 90s, like in the summer, but it was just like one of those Florida stretch of days where you just feel like you're swimming while walking like yeah, yeah. you're just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just walking through soup essentially so, so it's nice to sit inside in those days because that's what that i was nice getting at cool air it was, it was yeah. nice to have no uh no problem getting indoor seating yeah i could sit there for literal hours <laughs> yeah me too. I, I know I rob has said this before he loves it i love it but yeah, it's it's just great. I think we only really left because we wanted to go over and get on Flight of Passage at Park Close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did the hack where you get on right before Park Close. It was posted, I want to say, a 75-minute wait or an 85-minute wait, and we were off the ride in 39 minutes. Yeah. So that's the best time of day to go, I think even better than Rope Drop. Plus, you get to see Pandora at night, and I think Animal Kingdom is just a little bit more enjoyable when like the heat of the sun is is over when the sun goes, yeah. when the, down. When the sun goes down in pandora's <laughs> out of town um and then we then we went over to sanaa and we had dinner i guess dinner point oh 2.0 there um and we had the most fabulous waitress her name was nina oh, she was awesome she was amazing she worked at jock Lindsay's before that and then uh Gico Gico, before the that place. uh just really really good um got the bread service you guys yeah, split yeah. Pat, your... uh, uh, geez, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Scott and I were going to split uh we were gonna split there's like a pick two entrees thing and we were gonna we made this Choice? point before we've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> you pick two. Where we got uh what is it was the butter, butter chicken, chicken and the braised beef. And the braised beef well and then no, we were gonna get it's it's one oh, oh, yeah, one entree and then one side and we were like oh so we'll get the butter chicken and the the whatever the collard greens, greens thing as well and she's like well for like if you guys are planning on splitting it and she's like if you for like six dollars more you can add another entree and you can get something else so we got the braised beef too and she's like that's not exactly. Um, what's it called um publicized like on the menu, oh yeah it was not, not listed clear. as an option it's yeah. not like it was like she gave us a deal it was seven dollars to add another full meat and we so. were like oh that's that's a no-brainer we'll and have that, the meats we'll take the yeah meats. it was like an arby's Just situation like arby's. no and it was delicious and and in fact i i'm happy i'm really happy that she did because i would not have tried the braised beef otherwise and that was probably my favorite of the things that we had yeah i agree it was very good we had we've had the butter chicken before we have but uh, Scott and I, big fan of a, of, of splitting an entree like yeah, a, yeah. like a couple, We're like real men. Yes, yeah. I had the bread, um, and then <laughs> I, I, just to illustrate how amazing Nina was, she brought us a dessert that is not on the menu and can only be given to you by cast members. You can't order it, um, and it was like a passion fruit mousse yeah. type. It was like maybe a little tougher than a mousse, but it was like very fruit forward. Did we figure out what it was called? 
Oh, it's got a strange name. Scott was trying to look. It, it says Vier on it, V-I-E-R. Um, it's Fear, like Vier, four, four in German. Four. Yeah. Oh, okay. From the Afrikaans. Oh, yeah, she explained gosh. that. I remember that. But, like, I did not remember what the actual dessert was called. I don't actually remember what the dessert either. title was. And you can't look it up because you can't order it. So. Yes. <laughs> it was banging, though. Um, so that was a really good experience. So now is always, so now is always, always what you need at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, we kind of had a little washout. And it wasn't, like, the weather was not great. So we thought, let's go to Epcot and just get on a few rides. So we did Soarin'. We did living with the land, um, but most importantly, we ate at Sunshine Seasons and had a snack there. And Scott, do you want to talk about what you got? Oh yeah, there? sure. I got the. Um, oh, and I'm trying to think of what it was called. I just have a picture of it. It was like a lemon tort type of a thing um, with buttercream icing. Yeah, with with blue buttercream icing. It was a 50th anniversary. Was that anniversary. the first thing you ate that day, or did? I, I'm sure I had some breakfast of some sort before that. I just like like this is like midday and Catherine and I were like fully in lunch mode, so like we grab like our lunch items and I just look over at Scott and he's got a tray of like the most delectable. Were we gonna eat someplace tart? later that I was trying not boat to? House. Yeah, we were yeah, gonna yeah. eat boathouse at like three o'clock. So I was like, I don't wanna fully fill up on something. So I just got this and it was delicious. Yes, that yeah. looked so it looked good. good. And it was so pretty. It was on like a yeah. sparkly plate for the 50th. I'm showing it to the pot yes. here. Um, <laughs> and then Matt and I got the pepperoni pizza mm. roll. Oh my God. That was so good. Yeah, it was good. It was like one of my favorite snacks I've ever had at Disney World. Yeah, and a perfect thing to like split. Just uh, hold you over. If you, yeah, knowing that we had a little bit of a later uh, lunch reservation. That weird in-between time. but. And then we did go to the boathouse and have lunch there. Scott got his lobster uh. roll. And then we got dumped on by buckets of rain like one second after we entered the parking garage. Yeah. yeah just in time. Just yeah. missed it. And then the next morning, we woke up and we had Robin Holly with us. So <laughs> very uh, uh, an early morning <laughs> arrival. Um, and our big the the big highlight of this weekend was that the five of us had tickets tickets a <laughs> reservation to get on guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind we are going to be talking about it here and i'm just going to describe it because um the disney bloggers are like no spoilers we're going to talk about how it made us feel and like the motion of it we're not going to spoil the plot of the story of the you know of, of the characters any of that stuff but we are going to be talking about like the motion and the sound that we heard and like general reaction to it so if that to you is a spoiler go on and skip ahead but um, i don't even know if any of us could act like even like the plot is so like i could iterate the plot i all I got from it was like, oh yeah, generic. It was like Space Mad Libs. Like, I felt like it was like a Space Mad Libs book, and it was like a bunch of like adjectives. It was like cosmic, and it's like nebula, and like all that's like wormhole. And I was like, yeah, okay, and I guess there's Rocket Raccoon and whatever. Yeah, okay, now we're getting on the ride. Like, I could not tell you a single piece of plot at all. From that. Rob had mentioned before I think no. we started the podcast that this was potentially slated to have been a Big Bang. That's the ride. Right. That's and I would have chosen that. 
Oh, okay. Well, right, I, because if they had this all gamed out, and then it was like, okay, Imagineers, work your magic <laughs> and put this IP on top. I mean, it's you fine. just you gotta <laughs> suspend disbelief. However, I don't know. if it would have been just Big Bang themed, you wouldn't have had the fun music, which That's I true. think yeah. absolutely yes. is key to the the way. This is the most fun. I had like tears stinging the corner of my eyes when I got off of this ride. I was so happy. Yes. Like my smile was ear to ear. My eyes were watering from being so happy. We were all just giggling and talking about it for like five to ten minutes after we got off. We wanted to get on right away. It was so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I just, again, I was grinning ear to ear from the moment it started to the moment we got off. Like, it was just so, just fun. I mean, it's just a fun ride. It is just like the perfect amount of thrilling um, and... um, it was a little longer than I expected it would be, too. I, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea how long the ride was. Yeah. How long is the song September? We got the song we wanted, too, which was fun. <laughs> I think we all wanted September. We were but it felt happy. longer than, like, Rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster always feels like it's over yeah. like that. This felt like it <clears throat> might, might have been at least 40 seconds longer, 50 seconds I longer agree. than that. And we just took a... A break so I could kill a wasp, and then we took a bathroom break. And in the meantime, we looked up how long it is. So, Scott. Well, the uh, the mission, or not mission breakup, <laughs> Cosmic Rewind is three minutes and 20 seconds duration compared to Rock and Roller Coaster, which is a minute and 20 seconds. So that is two more minutes. That's so much more bang for your buck oh. when you're talking about waiting in, in the queue for that. Yes, for sure. I mean, I assume this will eventually, yeah, double more than double (laughs) the ride. But uh, yeah, interesting. What do you guys think? Um, it was fantastic. It was one of the most, you know, I get to me the gold standard right now is Rise of the Resistance. Mm -hmm. This was more fun, just from a strictly, I mean, two of my most favorite attractions are roller coasters. Uh, I almost said Mount Everest, but Expedition Everest <laughs> and Incredicoaster in uh, California Adventure. So to add another coaster to that list, I'm going to take that over <laughs> Rise of the Resistance probably any day of the week. So, uh, yeah, this is, it was, it's just, you know. And Rise of the get, Resistance is an entirely different Sure. Piece. I mean, it's, the, it's uh, I mean, it. Intense. It, well, it's just a bit more than just a ride you know i mean this is just like this is a this rise the resistance i think is experience first and scope first whereas this is very much ride first like how Mm -hmm. can we pump up like pump in the absolute most fun per second in this ride experience whereas rise the resistance the focus is probably on the totality of it and making it the most immersive and kind of world-building, large-scope kind of event, you know. So, two different things, but I totally agree. Like, I would rather, you know, I mean, I think Rise of Resistance is a must-do, must-do, and you got it, but, like, given the choice on, like, any given day, having now done both, I would probably pick Cosmic Rewind 95% of the time. I think this will have a longer-lasting must-do status, though, than Rise of the Resistance did. Mm. 
I mean, Rise of the Resistance is what? Two years old? A year old now? Right pre-pandemic, right? Yeah. It was in like Disney the, World, it opened December of 19. Correct. So I think come two years from now, this will have... I, I will still consider this a must-do ride in Epcot, whereas I can go to Hollywood Studios and not do Rise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about... Because now this is an individual lightning lane. If uh, I will look to pay, I'll, I'll pay the fifteen or yeah, I think it's eleven, whatever it I is. They, I'll, I'll I'll do it. Yeah, if, I think I would too, actually. Especially the first few times, going back again. Um, I put you know, this I've, in a tier with Flight of Passage, and I think that's a tier above Rise when you think about what you'd be willing to spend hmm. money on the lightning lane for. That's personal opinion. That's fair. It was a little spinny. So for our folks who don't like spinnies, I'd say that's the main difference because everyone's calling it a hybrid of Space Mountain and Rock and Roller Coaster. There are no inversions, but there was a a part that almost gives you like a Gravitron stomach. I was thinking Tilt-A-Whirl. You remember the Tilt-A-Whirl? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, there's one part where you're going around and you can really feel the spinning. And like, it's it's dark. They don't, the, the one thing about spinning, it's not a teacup sensation no, 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 of uh, no. like a 360, right? You're going 180 to 180 or yes. this, like, yes. I mean, the car does spin 360, but most of the movement on the ride is... At most, 180. Yeah. Is the to... Tilt-A-Whirl the same as the Himalaya? No, the Himalaya <laughs> is open. The Tilt-A-Whirl, you're in, like, the little shell, and it... And the thing, oh, like... It, it spins yeah. while you're spinning. Yeah, it's yeah. double it spin. So you're going in a circle, up and down, and then your car kind of slides <laughs> yes. around. Okay, yeah, I, I'm familiar. And all three of those, including the Gravitron, are, are adjacent, like, same mechanic. Oh, absolutely, And there is yeah. a tiny bit of that yeah. in this. Yes, yeah. And also, um, I thought I was pleasantly surprised we got the very back of the ride vehicle, and it's a fun surprise to be in the back. Yeah. It's a, you, you have a moment where you're not in the back. Um, it, it, was, it was cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I the mean... pre-show is fun, too. There's like a little, you know, I said I was not going to get into the story, but the pre-show is fun, too. There's some, you know, fun elements to it that, you know, it's not just like, you know, the Dino Institute or whatever the hell you're doing on Dinosaur. Dinosaur Mad Lives. Yeah. This is With Space Felicia Mad Rashad. I mean, and the people who are, like, following MCU lore to the letter are, like, yelling in, in their cars right now at me, like, no, it's pivotal to phase X-Niner because this is how it feeds Niner. into the newest Eternals 3. And, well, that's cool. Well, you can have that, too. Like, that's fine. Like, I, I'm glad... For those who are like so invested in the MCU that like there might be a little extra for you of like plot building, I'm sure there is something. I just don't care. So, but I'm <laughs> glad if it if it appeals to you. I'm not yeah. gonna, you know. It was it was a good time. It good was. time. Um. Then we enjoyed Epcot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Flower and Garden, guys. What'd you like? I was highly surprised in Italy because I never get anything in Italy. Yeah, same. Rare, like rarely, yeah. and I don't know if I'm saying this right, but the arancini, fried risotto balls stuffed with braised beef served with grape tomato salad and balsamic emulsion. That was 
delicious. It was I very lovely. I would have gotten another one. Yeah, that was good. That was so. expensive. Yeah. So very. Was that fourteen dollars? I want to say thirteen. Thirteen or how many? How many did it come with? I think four or five. Four. Yeah, about four. Yeah. Or five. They weren't huge though. Yeah. No. Like no. you got, and there was a lot of beef in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a medium-sized meatball. Yes, I would agree. Mm-hmm. That was good. Rob, what'd you like? Rob, uh, <laughs> go through the book. I didn't have that much to eat. Mm. <laughs> it probably. A, well, you can talk about drink. If probably you... a, a mistake. Um, <laughs> but the. Um, the, the highlight food-wise, and it's been there a couple turns now, is the um, the chicken and sausage gumbo in America, Magnolia Terrace. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's spicy. It's a huge portion. It is. Um, maybe that's another reason. I, for, I think it's $5.25, $5.50. It's a really good deal. It is yeah. a good deal for what you get. Um, I just was still watching you in the previously mentioned... <laughs> very soupy humid weather i was just watching you just be like this gumbo is delicious and i was like i can't even imagine eating anything mildly soup adjacent right now yeah it was um if you you have to be able to tolerate spice because this is um it has it's not that hot sauce spice it's tangy versus spicy cajun Mm. you know cajun spice but um yeah, it, it reminds me of when I had the uh, the pho. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was, that was really... Both of us got that, and like we were, we were like, this is delicious. And then a minute later, we were like... We were both like sweating. Like We were like, this is the spiciest <laughs> thing the I've had at a festival. Rain. And yeah. I like the spice. Like, yeah. I'm the, I, like, when I get pho, like, I'm, I will drown it in sriracha, but like... That was so spicy. I don't know if we like got it on a day where like <laughs> it was. Yeah. Man, that was crazy. But yeah, not that bad with Scott, the gumbo. What, what did you did you get anything? You, you know, I I I was not super impressed by the offerings at Flower and Garden this time around. I ended up getting a lot of things that were just kind of traditional items. So I got the scallops. I got uh, I did get the crab. Um, wontons at China, mm-hmm. which were good, but then they set my stomach off for like three hours, yeah. and I was eat, trying to just even out. So I got the uh, ham and pretzel. Oh, that's always good. at uh, at Germany. But I, I like Rob. I don't think I had a ton of different things like I normally would have. We had a- oh, that uh, I will say it, because I I would have forgot I had this until I saw it. The uh, the taco van. Piero, or is that? Oh like, yeah, that's like my favorite thing there. <laughs> the I, I would never order that unless you guys were like, get, get this, get yes. in. Uh, um, what did do, you get that? Yeah, we split it. You I and I split it. Stopping. That. Yeah, I don't either. Hundred percent. When did we stop? Yeah, it? Well, we're, I it. wasn't there then. No, you were. You were. It was Sunday night. Oh, yeah. so I wasn't. I was physically <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, but I would have remembered Yard- eating that. Is no, that your fiesta? Yeah, that is. Yeah, we split it. It's a very garlic. Uh, forward uh, spicy taco and it's fantastic. Because I saw it in the booklet, I'm like, oh, I really wish I would have gotten that. Do you get two well, or you just get one? We got one and I split no, no, it with I mean, her. In the, I think you only get it one. Just it comes it with has one. a yeah. corn relish or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like salsa yeah. On the so side. good. That is, it is in, it's insanely good. Yeah, I think uh, you, that's you definitely have it. Mine and Catherine's <laughs> pick for the festival. Oh yeah, that was my absolute favorite. You there the, was there was a fun drink at um you know right after you got off Guardians. What was that? Flavors from Fire. So Epcot Farmers Feast. Yeah. 
which was the hibiscus lemonade cocktail featuring uh, I, um, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> hibiscus gin. It was really good. It was delicious. That was yeah. super refreshing. Yep. Yeah, I had a sip of that. That was... I like a lemonade. Uh, and that had the uh, hibiscus, the, uh, the Flower. hibiscus flowers, similar to Jen's tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. You had the, um, the, the hot dog, too. Do you even remember that? Is that a, <laughs> is there some chutney involved? Oh, I, re- oh. I remember that. It's not ringing a bell. Pineapple Was that pineapple promenade? promenade? I remember being there. Okay, okay. Spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips. You know? No? No right. You got the flight there, right, Rob? I got the flight. That and was very you good. you liked that one, I think. Yeah, and I also, the other one that, the beer that I really liked was the apricot with maple syrup from Northern Bloom. Did you talk, was the outpost, was that a special flower and garden thing or is that just what they had? Outpost? Yeah, the, the, the tangerine beer that you absolutely, that was your favorite. Oh, that was, that was, wait, where was that? As oh, that was, host. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. in the corner. Africa. I Africa. was thinking uh, the somewhere else. I okay. was thinking the refreshment port. Okay, yeah, no. Um, oh yeah, that was, I think that was specific for the festival. Okay, yeah, that was delicious. I'm almost positive it was. And those are the full size babies in that, that kiosk too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other, what was the other? Yeah, the one other one was a is? cream ale, and it really tasted like cream soda. So if you like cream soda, that beer was for you. Um, but the the tan, tangerine one was. I'm trying to fabulous. find Fabulous, so good. Tan- it's always there was fun, a tangerine man. cream ale, Lexington Brewing from Lexington, Kentucky. Mm. This feels like we're both like doing a review and doing detective work trying to piece together the uh, yeah, the, the details of our day you'll, we'll get to that in a it, it was actually um the other one just to it was passionate organic <laughs> blonde ale with passion say. fruit was that an ipa <laughs> or though that was but an not, ale oh but why it, did i think that was an ipa it tasted like it an was IPA. yeah it wasn't very good uh, the tangerine was very fresh. much better Fresh, fresh, fresh. Um, any other notes on Flower and Garden of things that we did that were Flower and Garden specific? We didn't do any uh, Garden Rocks. We didn't, but I will say, I, this, I, I feel like this is a nice little life hack. Um, it was it was hot on that Saturday. It was really hot. Actually, like, uncomfortable for me. Um, and we found a lovely shaded area. We sat in the American Garden's theater um down under the trees where you watch the garden rocks series and no one's there tons of seating we all kind of got to spread out and um that's where you know we got food from italy we got food from america it was a good spot to like be able to spread out and everyone could just kind of relax in the shade yeah and assuming it's in between performances or before performances start yeah it, a was, nice, it was early yeah it was early a nice day. shady area with plenty of seating yeah for sure that was really that was a, a much needed for me at least um then we went we took a midday rest and then we went back out to hollywood studios um, we had a reservation at Oga's Cantina. Um, so we went to Oga. Scott, do you want to talk about Oga's? <laughs> well, you know, as, as I have talked about maybe before on this podcast, I periodically get heartburn. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was, I had a little bit, 
little bit cooking there when I was uh, going in. So I was going to get the T16 Skyhopper, which is a drink that has half and half in it, hoping that that might, you know, settle my stomach a bit. And um, I had a very interesting uh, interaction with the bartender who was positively refusing to make me the T16 Skyhopper. Well, but right before this, Holly had tried to order it and she was like, can I get the T16 Skyhopper? She's like, no, it's gross. You you won't like it. And you were like, all right, I'll get something else. <laughs> like, it was like, you were like, cool, good enough. I appreciate your honesty. And you just like moved on. Scott, on the other hand, was not as willing to move I on. I my bridge. <laughs> no, I was like, ah, no, that's actually what I want. And she's like, no, you don't. You don't want that. I'm not making that for you. And I, was I mean, like, in a funny way. Yeah, it was. Well, it was funny Snarky. at first. I mean, we all we all thought it was funny. But but then, like after I was pushing back, I was like, okay, she's gonna make this for me. And she's like, no, I'm not making that for you. I'm not making it. And like this went on for at least a minute of me having to push to get it. And then and then now she like was delaying making it, like and then complaining about it in a funny way. Um, <laughs> But like it, it was, was a, a very it was a bit I guess but it was a very unusual bit. I felt like she was somebody who wished she was working at fifties prime time. Definitely, definitely yeah. had a fifties prime time vibe. And then Catherine went out of the Ogas and got me a small box of milk. Carton. Uh, Rat juice. Carton. Whatever. Box. It's a cardboard box filled with milk. It's a box. It's a type of box. I guess. Um and. And then they had to call attention to the fact that I had brought in an outside beverage. I love that. She started motioning to the other bartender. She's like, look at this guy. He brought his own he brought milk. his own milk. And I was like, I'm really just Ratch- trying to survive They call it rat juice, right? Rat juice. Oh, womp, or, womp rat, rat juice. Yeah, that's right. Womp rat juice. I, th- I thought that was because of Mickey. Mickey. Well, they said our, they said our milk is Blue, your milk's supposed to be blue or green. You're like, like we don't drink white milk in here. That's the wrong kind of milk. And I was and like, I'm, like, very I'm a man of a certain age, and I have heartburn, and I'm not participating in your world building shenanigans. I just wanted the milk. <laughs> I didn't have a tums with me anymore. You know, my Prilosec mm. does the trick, but for whatever reason, this day, you know, too many. <laughs> Exotic items. We don't have Larry the Cable Guy in space, so Prilosec doesn't exist here, sir. <laughs> it was it was much to the enjoyment of everyone else. Yeah, yeah. it was getting a little uncomfortable because I, I I couldn't At tell where point. she was, and I'm like, is she flirting with them? It was it was weird. I don't know. Yeah. I think she took it too. She went with it too long. I enjoyed the exchange. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Matt enjoyed it all the way to the very end. <laughs> Comedy is made up of timing, and she didn't, maybe didn't have that element down. Um, yeah, so uh, the skies were threatening to open up again, and we hightailed it out of Oga's Cantina, because, and then I'll tell you about the interaction that we only had one drink there, and you're allowed to have two, and we did not. Um, so then we went to Baseline, which was closed. Weird. Yeah. So weird. So weird. Um, I didn't even... Rob was like, they might be closed. And I was like, they don't do that. Like, I was indignant that that, would not, that. that was not an option. So they did that. <laughs> um, we went out to what I believe is also called the Outpost. Um, Oasis? Is oh, it, the Oasis. Is something like that? Is it Oasis the Oasis Outpost? Outpost? Uh, it might be. It's just the... Indiana Jones bar. <laughs> yeah, the, side, the sidewalk cart... 
next to Indiana Jones across from the dino. Yeah. And then we had uh, reservations at, uh, I was about to say 50s primetime, Sci-Fi Dining, which was meh. I liked it a lot. I did not. Really? Yeah, my food was, but they they messed up. Our, our food was pretty lousy, too, but we didn't complain. How oh. do you mess, mess up freaking chicken tenders? Y'all made a mistake, because the salmon and the pasta salmon was great. Pasta. Yeah, the, not, um, not why I go the there. Chi- the chicken tenders were okay. They Ours were, you know, they weren't cold. They were just not hot. Yeah. Um, the the onion rings were... were Onion rings were tight notch. Yes. Yeah. And then we had the fried pickles. I was very uh, disappointed. And those were just... We probably should have sent them back. They yeah. were just overcooked. I just, sent the I sent yeah, the tenders back. I, I had no problem doing it. I was so hungry, though, that yeah, it was, I was just... Yeah, I was, too. I was... When those onion rings hit the table, they were nearly gone. Mine was one of those things. It's like, it's chicken tenders, man. Like, how do you mess up chicken tenders if you... Like, it was just like... Were they it was under very, or overdone? It wasn't that they, they were, were just cold. They were uh, they were likely sitting out for a while yeah. because it did take a really long time to get our salmon to get our yeah they they spent all the That's all fun. the quality yeah. was spent on your salmon pasta that they just let the chicken tenders sit. And Look, you know the fried pickles. Yeah. You can you can crap on it all you want, but this was one of the best pasta dishes I think I've ever had. What? Wow. What that what kind of was it? Uh, it was like, like an Alfredo. Yeah, it okay. was. It was almost like like if you got a seafood Alfredo, but they substituted salmon for the shrimp and crab. you know crab or whatever. It was it was really really good, and it had a piece of garlic bread with it. I was oh, I was loving it. I, I, and we I, were. I, I'm asking. Because I had no idea what he... He could have been doing lots of coke up there. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know about... Because you, they so put you in the... In the, uh, the, bo- the, the the cars. The forward-facing cars, cars yeah, you don't know. Of, it's, it's not conducive to... Yeah, I wish we had gotten one of the, <laughs> yeah, table, the tables. Yeah. But whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean, the cars are fine. Like, the forward-facing cars are fine if it's only two of you. Because then... But, like, yeah, when you're really in... Even put, four, it's okay. Like, yeah. I felt like we could talk to you fine. Yeah. But then Scott's... Well, and I, try, I was trying to turn around in the front seat there <laughs> so I could, you know, talk to everybody behind. And Rob's like, who is that up there? Who's talking? <laughs> who is that? Oh, man. So... Then we were, after an underwhelming dinner, we were on the hunt for ice cream. Also, fun fact, if you have a late night reservation at really any park after it closes, ours was like 8.40 and they closed at 9. We had the park fully to ourselves when we walked out, which was a lot of fun pictures. And so if that's something you're into, that was cool. Um, So we were like, we need ice cream. (laughs) Um, I forgot about this. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we were like, well, we could go to the boardwalk or we could go to like beaches and cream. But we ended up going, based on our last podcast, to the fountain in the dolphin. Um, what did what did we think, guys, of the fountain? That's right before you go up the escalators um, in, in the dolphin. They have excellent offerings. I mean, there's a lot of options there. I feel so- like this is a hidden gem. Like, truly, yeah. like, because Beaches and Cream is kind of limited. Like, they don't have, like, a ton of stuff. And the new Boardwalk no, ice cream place it. is That's... awful. It's six six flavors, nothing special. This was, you got, you had variety on this menu. I don't even remember what I got. I got a 
Milkshake? Wild. Uh, you, you got the shake. mocha choka, right? The mocha choka milkshake. Something mocha. Yeah, mocha loca or loca mocha. But yeah, it was damn good. It was good. some crazy mocha. <laughs> Where the hell have you been, mocha? <laughs> um, yeah, this is. This was. If you're going to go to the boardwalk, just walk over here. It's a hundred. It, it's I, fast. I had a banana. I haven't had a banana split in twenty years. That, was, that thing was, was so it was good. so good. Huge. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a banana that. split. They split. They split. Yeah. they banana split it. Um, you gotta. I think it solves the the problems that the boardwalk ice cream place has limited options. Beaches and cream always has a really long line. Yes. This had no great offerings, yeah. no line. And uh, if you want to sit there, short line, fine. Yeah. They There's places to, to eat. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we did the takeout window, whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. To Carried go, up to the lobby. And, and we went up to the lobby and sat there. So, yeah, a lot Damn. of. Oh, yeah. Stop. What did you get? I got cookies and cream. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna go back there. No, I'm sorry, cookie dough. Cookie Not dough. That it it's shocking that as much as I enjoy a dessert and ice cream on vacation, I you know I'll splurge. And having stayed there as many times as I have, I just never went and <laughs> I never got even ice cream. Like evalu- same. I, I never I, even like evaluated it as a serious option. I know. Like it was a, I know. always been a place that I would walk by and yep. I'm like, it's there. Yeah, yeah same. I, that is just never registered as somewhere <laughs> we should go. And I, I think, thanks to our last podcast, they were like, let's go yeah. there. It, it may now be my Ample Hills replacement. Oh, wow. wow. That's big. That's big. They did have the malts, which was oh, unique. That's what I got. Yeah. I love I love a chocolate malt, and man, it was thick and delish. Well, mine had like full malt balls oh, on the in top. the shape. I remember that. Like there were like whoppers. Was in it there. Mocha Loco? Was that what it was? Yeah, because that... I mean, I remember you singing. It's only un poco Mocha Loco. Yes. That sounds like something Loco, I would do. Loco. Yeah, that was hundred percent something you did. <laughs> well. I remember that. <laughs> I remember. This day was not quite as fuzzy as the next. Oh, God. <laughs> Sunday, our day all, of rest. Yeah, our day of rest. We were all just No, robot. we were putting in work. We were putting in work for you. <laughs> On the listeners. seventh day, the WDW hour, happy hour team blacked out. I feel like I've described this day. Coco Loco shake. Coco Loco. Close. Yeah, okay. close. Oh, like the... Coco Loco. Oh, Coco Loco. Yes, Coco. It was in chocolates. Coco Loco, yeah. Um, I described this day to a few people who were like, how was Florida? And I was like, well, on Sunday, we were just like five drunk idiots. Like, that's just how I described it to everybody. Um, So we talked about this on a podcast probably a few weeks ago that we had this brunch reservation at the Four Seasons at Plancha. Um, which we have never been to the Four Seasons, uh, so this was a full new experience for us, but we knew they had bottomless mimosas with lots of fun flavors. So we were like, oh yeah, we want we want to do that. So we Ubered to the Four Seasons. Um, How which far is, away uh, is the Four Seasons from, like, I guess... From Port Orleans, uh, French Quarter, it's very close within so a mile. So that's the closest and I would resort. say Wilderness Lodge is... It's nestled in between those two, or like Fort Wilderness, I Which guess. the closest resort... Would be French Quarter. No, no, no. Um, I'm sorry. The closest park. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Um, so it's up in that area of property, like the northeastern. The end corner. of Bonnet Creek Parkway. Yes. Yeah. It's the very end. It's in Golden yeah. Oak Community. If you're balling out and live there, <laughs> um, it is 
beautiful. The lobby yeah. is gorgeous. It's all marble, chandelier, crystal. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, the restaurant where we ate was not in the main building. It's actually the clubhouse for the, the golf course. So you have to take a golf course cart or you can walk. It's about a seven-minute walk. We opted for the golf cart because why not? You know, we, we how often can we roll in a golf cart? I don't remember, you guys put that on me. Like, do you want to walk or just take the golf cart? And I was like, why? I don't know what, like in what world you guys are feeling comfortable putting that in my hands. I was like, well, I just didn't know if you felt strongly one way or another. But what if I felt strongly about like, I want to walk? Would you guys have been like, yeah, I would have yeah, walked. Yeah, I would have walked. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I would have got on the cart. Take the golf cart. <laughs> I was ready to I was ready to huff it and you guys were like, now we're gonna take the call. I think we should all sprint there. Um (laughs) so we got to the restaurant. Um (laughs) this is a very specific reference, but reminds me of the golf club from Curb Your Enthusiasm. So if you watch that show, it's a very similar vibe, like very open windows, looking onto the golf course, really beautiful. It almost seems that they split the restaurant in two, and it almost seems like the second half is almost like a banquet area, and that's the area where we were sitting. I think um, that's a, I think that's like a Sunday event, like I, that they open like envelope or what do they call those doors, uh, folding doors, like in a conference room. Um, but it was very spacious. Yeah. Very, uh, just very nice. Uh, so. We want to talk about the drinks and the offerings. Well, like really good. Um, I mean, despite it being a five-star hotel, the Four Seasons very nice, really affordable menu. Both the Definitely. both the bottomless drink options and the um, brunch options. I opted for breakfast as I usually do with brunch, and I think Holly and I both got like the traditional breakfast that had two eggs your um, your like, way your way um, mm-hmm. choice of. Um, it was meats, meats, yes. Yeah, sausage or bacon. bacon. Yeah, chicken, yeah. sausage or bacon, and, and then, then toast, toast or breakfast potatoes. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was good. I mean, it was it was really good. Did anyone else have any other notable food options? I think I just had the standard breakfast. I considered a few of the other options. They did have um, some sort of a eggs Benedict thing, but I. I was trying to save room for the the drinking options for this particular. Rob, what did you get? I had the pancetta omelet. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, no, I'd rather our our local diners. Yeah. Omelet, if I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. The potatoes were, you know, but but whatever. I wasn't there for the like. It was, it was fine, but I probably would now see what you guys got. um, Probably would have changed it up. I got the lemon blueberry ricotta pancakes and. GD, those were good. <laughs> very rich, very rich, but very delicious. It's... Have you ever looked at what the room rates are for this place? Yeah, I, I mean, I see them show up. Um, the, chi- <laughs> the cheapest I've ever seen was about seven hundred. Oh my lord! I just looked for October. Yeah. And it is eighteen hundred dollars a night. Whoa! Holy man, that's crazy. Um. So. Then let's talk about the drinks. So they have bottomless mimosas, eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. Okay. Seven flavors. We all we all opted for that. They do have bottomless Bloody Marys if that's your sort of thing. Yes. But yes, and you can upgrade the champagne or you can upgrade the vodka in the Bloody Marys. Um, 
I thought it was. I thought the quality was great. I, I but I have no taste and no standards, so I'm not the person to be asking. But they were delicious. Um, what what there were tons of really good flavors. What was everybody's favorite flavor that we you had? Know what's, um, crazy is I I really I'm not a huge grapefruit guy. I know Rob is, mm-hmm. and I I really liked the grapefruit. It wasn't like too tart. It, it was a very fresh. Um, grapefruit and it wasn't overwhelming i just thought it was that i think that might have been my highlight and i was surprised mine was definitely the watermelon same here Um, i thought the watermelon was just like the perfect like neutralized the champagne almost like because i think it's because it's one of the few citrus maybe guavas nuts i i don't know is guava citrus i don't know i would say so it's a fruit Mm. right I don't think it's as... It's not a citrus fruit, but it's a acidic. fruit. No, right, right. Well, well, no, I'm saying... But, like, the oranges, the grapefruit, they're all... They're, they're citrus. Yeah. Uh, so, um, which I think intensifies with... The champagne. champagne. Yes. Whereas the watermelon kind of cools... It sounds, it sounds weird. I don't know, but... No, I um, did feel like it neutralized it, it, it a little bit. Because I feel sometimes with... You just drink too many of the champagne. It just it's starts like getting to you. your stomach. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, they're strong. I don't know how much juice. I, I didn't see them pouring them or anything. If they're pre-made, I, I don't know. But uh, I don't think they, they, they were pre-made based on the, like, uh, very, the variability of, like, what I would get one that was, like, mostly juice. And then I would get one that was, like, mostly champagne. I just, oh, you did? Yeah, I felt like... Also, um, Holly asked for two at once, and he <laughs> thought she meant mixing. So it is it is possible to mix two flavors. Yes. I also like the guava, too. I so like like those are the too. two... That's uh, my That was my favorite. The that guava. was really good. Scott, what was your favorite flavor? I had... I started taking notes, and it got particularly... <laughs> or it got worse as it went on as uh-huh, you know course, to like the very end where I wrote peach is good <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> man a few words peach is good <laughs> you know the ones at the beginning I had a little bit more to say about but uh I actually think I like the peach too, but I probably felt afraid of that being one of my last yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not memorable. I went right for the watermelon, and it was amazing. Like at the beginning, I have watermelon, lightly watermelon, more of a smell, and then towards the end, it was like guava, sweeter. Guava, guava, drink? Question <laughs> mark. I I tried, guys. I really tried to keep track, but it just did this, not go great. This place was. Um, the Planet Fitness of uh, restaurants because th- there was no judgment. We, he knew what we were there oh, for, yeah. and he fully embraced it. Oh yeah, he was. Just, he was. You guys really... need another one. You guys need yeah, another one. And... Yeah, he was good. He was very good. Luis. Was there a time limit? Did we establish that? I don't know, but we were there over two hours. If there, if there was, we broke it wasn't it. advertised, and we certainly pushed the limits. Yeah, yeah. We hung out quite a bit. He was good. He always had. I had my backup. Yeah, he he was. I mean, it, we really had good service on yeah. this trip. I'd say. And then what did we do? Honestly, what did we do? I know we got an Uber. Well, we we had some options. We were gonna take a. Well, we were we were there were so many options, but we ended up taking an Uber. To the Yacht Club. Yes. Yes, that is what we did. And we went to Ale and Compass and hung out there for quite a while. 
Um, we You've got had multiple espresso a, martinis. Right. I recall that. I was that. wondering where I this did. menu came oh, from. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, I snapped a photo of a menu, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yep, where were we? Yeah. That is Alien Alien Compass. Compass. Yeah, I rode that espresso martini train midday <laughs> into... <laughs> the abyss. It's always fun with Matt drinks because he never really does. So it was just like a rare occasion. I wasn't like, I mean, I wasn't like in incapacitated, but I definitely was feeling it. Um, I also got the Parker House rolls at Ala Compass, and they are so good. They're a great one because they're so buttery and they just soak up and carb heavy. Up the alcohol. I should have gotten something like that there. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Good times. Good times. Um, then we went to the Bellevue, which we continued the espresso. I got another martini espresso martini there. Train. And then I just took the espresso drink outside. Um, I was just drinking it <laughs> really? out. Oh, yeah. There are photos of me acting like an idiot with an empty espresso glass. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I went back in to pay for my drink there, which I apparently got a drink there, and I have a picture of it. Um, oh, the, yeah. I, I had to be like, you have to pay for it. <laughs> And you were like, because there was some, there was some confusion at that moment. She was like, is he going to square him? And I was like, yeah, Scott, you have to. And then you were like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Like it was like, it clicked like, yes, there's a second part to this, like the legal tender portion of it. Right. And um, (laughs) when I went in to pay for it, um, she's like, are you guys going to bring those glasses back? Oh no. I Oh, I think I left mine on the ledge. I was like, I'll tell them, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I never did. Just a oh, mess. Oh, oh, reliable. Just a mess. And also a hundred different drinks just all over my dress that I was wearing. Just a dis- disaster. I was a disaster. Um, then we decided to go into Epcot. Oh, yeah, we did that too. Yeah. And I remember being like, I should not have anything to drink. And then I got an Ottawa apple. Sorry. <laughs> you guys hooked me up with that. Um, and did we get? Did I get scallops at this point? I think at uh, yes. Northern Holly Blue definitely got scallops. Yeah, yeah I think you I had something from Northern Bloom too. Okay, I'm it pretty was sure. Popcorn? No, no, I no. Got no popcorn on this trip. I, uh, did you get the fillet? There's a part of this evening that um, there's like a. a period of time that's gone and oh, yeah, and yeah. then i was like and now it was we're when we were in mexico obviously i, do I don't not recall remember. that either well, right because remember... i'm like i know which direction we went and then i remember i, I remember being in america yeah, and i too. was like i got here somehow i feel like we met up with you guys because you guys we met up with wait some... we split off yeah i think we split off i don't think we were with you in mexico i think we went to the pineapple promenade and then i think we split off because you guys have met our listener alaska and then the three of us oh, came I do up behind. Remember that. Oh my god, right. We, we, we were with you during Mexico. We Sorry, went somewhere else, but I don't know where we went. Alaska, where I do remember you? meeting you <laughs> in Germany. We and had, then we went to We America. had to have been You told us to get that. There's no I there's no possible way I would have gotten that had you not recommended it. Right, but where were that we? you must have went ahead of us. No, because we came up to Germany. So where did we go between Pineapple Promenade and Germany. Because Scott, Matt, and I did something, and I have no idea where we were. I don't actually remember either. Just living, baby. No, I remember we left Norway. (laughs) No one remembers. (laughs) I have no pictures. Just living our lives. Rob stopped off at the, in Africa, 
oh, at yes. that, that port place. Yeah, I the outpost, the name of it. Yeah. But then you three met up with you and walked off. I think you were going to Italy. Did we go to Italy? Yeah, Italy? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Why? Just, I mean, I, just, I mean, I must have ate or but, drank something, Kathy. We'll, we'll have to review the uh, our review credit the card tape. receipts. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way. Yeah, we did. We did that something right. and then met up with you guys because you were in germany you were getting that ham and cheese i thought i got that the day before no and you were I there think you did both and you were Maybe there i did well whatever all this to but, say uh, the mimosas at plancha are good and yep. they are strong peach is good peach <laughs> is good peach and is good i Guava woke up i think that's the title i worked yeah. i worked the peach next day too and i know i woke up at like 1 30 in the morning with the spins and i was like this ain't ideal Remarkably, oh. I was you were good, fresh as a daisy the next day. I, like I was too, good. actually. But but we probably awesome. hit our hangover like earlier because <laughs> this was like I mean our brunch was at twelve, right. and yeah. we left Epcot at nine because we saw Harmonious, <laughs> and then we left. Well, we got, we got pizza on the boardwalk. Yep. Oh, <laughs> right. We got pizza on the boardwalk. And then the oh, Uber right, right. I was like, I absolutely do not want anything. I do not need anything. And then Catherine was like, do you want some of this pizza? I'm like, hell yeah. I'm wanting, you guys are like, you're going to want some when we get it. And I'm like, no, I won't. Trust me. And then you got pizza. I was and I was like, I need that pizza. Yes. I mean, I had that breakfast and I then had those yeah. Parker House rolls. And I probably didn't need anything else until the pizza, which saved well, my Well, you life. may have had something in Epcot. We'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. I had a smell of I think I did. Yeah, I think you went to Northern Bloom per per the receipts. Oh, well, I would have gotten scallops. I don't. I know I didn't get scallops. Right? Don't they have the? Yeah, they beef? have a they have a beef I dish too. Beef. Yeah, I That's possible. Oh, that does kind of sound familiar. I think I had a bite of your potatoes. Mm, there yes. were potatoes? Yeah, they were served potatoes. over like mashed potatoes. Green beans? Either green beans or carrots. Okay, we'll just say that's what happened. <laughs> okay. That was a good time. Really. That's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I think. As, as funny as all this is, like, I think it is fun to just do that sometimes when you just, like, you say, I'm going to get drunk today and I'm not going to worry about I it. I mean, we, we planned um, yeah. to not drive. So we, you know, yeah, we, we got, we, we dedicated to the Uber early on. That was like. Like, I literally do that maybe once a year. Yeah. At most to that level. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Once a week? Me more. Um, All right. I mean, not that. That was that was a and uh, the length of time was what. Oh, right. Yeah. That was a marathon, not right. a sprint. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we were all putting up all star numbers. Yeah. 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 Truly, but yeah. But good. we. I mean, I don't think. So we'd like a, to apologize to our listener Alaska, who we met uh, that's that evening, who may have thought these five are total weirdos. I actually think I kept it together. I don't remember quite well. Anyway, let's but, go to the tape. Yes, let's go to the <laughs> tape. Survey says you did not. <laughs> but that Uber ride back was great, wasn't Amazing. it? Amazing. Oh, I think I have video of yeah. it, but I do not, I don't have the, uh, it's too cringy for me to watch. Oh, I yeah. believe we were singing We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, yes. Oh, was. yeah. We were, I think we were all oh, really yeah. trying to do all of the different parts, too. But, like, yeah, we, was... but like none of us were even doing one of the parts the, correctly. The, the driver was into it. Like, oh, he yeah. loved it. Yeah. He loved it. He kept picking bad songs. Oh. Whoa, I wish whoa. it just would have been a power hour, because I was so into the songs, I just wanted to hear the next one, and yeah. I was so excited. But, right. anyway, any other... Any other particulars that we missed? 
fun. We packed a lot into those two days. Very much so, yeah. There were two really full days. You know, we got to put this little nugget in our memory banks because I think that weekend in particular, right before Memorial Day, is not as crowded. Is a good time. Yeah. Um, it's before the holiday. Yeah. Kids are getting out of school now. I, it felt it, much more comfortable. Oh. Not that we spent a ton, but Epcot was fine. It, even Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that was not, was too. Yeah. We were good. Yeah, 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 you said, yeah. So, you know. It this might, might be the, the weekend to go before yeah. our holiday. But, yeah. yeah. Well, anybody else? Any last call items? Um, I mean, I think we should probably just say something. Uh, we are recording this on Memorial Day weekend, so just... You know, thank you to listeners who have served in the military, anyone who has friends and family members who may have lost their lives in service of the military. We thank you. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also I have a little housekeeping note. Uh, can't certainly follow up that. But um, our schedules probably the next month are very uh we're not all going to be around at the same time. We all have like different trips and our, our Sundays are going to be a little scattered. So just bear with us. There might be, we might have two podcasts in a row. We might be missing podcasts, but basically from now until the 4th of July is going to be some tricky scheduling for the five of us. So just bear with us. And this is the disclaimer that the next month might not be as routine as it usually is. But one day we'll be back to our regular Yes, yeah, schedule. this is not, yeah. it's, it's just the month of June and the 4th of July weekend is, is tough for everybody. So yep. we're just, we're going to see what we can do. We'll try to get together as much as we can, but it may not be consistent. Yep. All right. Well, cheers. 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 Peach is good. Peach is good. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.